students, thanks for tuning in to the Week 6 in Review podcast. As you are finishing up your career research, we are going to begin using that information to explore your academic options. This will provide a clearer picture of the things you will need to do to meet your academic and professional goals. So let's talk about this week's material. Module 3.1 discusses important information related to grade calculation and maintaining satisfactory academic progress. Here are a couple of quick notes. In college, instructors expect students to track their grades and make adjustments as needed to their study habits to reach their desired outcome or grade for that class. I always encourage students to check their grades in Blackboard at least once a week, look at your instructor's feedback, and then ask if you have any questions. In addition, Wake Tech has those resources on standby anytime you need them, like the ILC or the Real Center or the STEM Center. So take advantage of those as you need to. You will notice a supplemental handout in this week's folder that will give you the opportunity to practice GPA and course grade calculation. This is a non-graded activity. I have also included a link to Wake Tech's online GPA calculator as a resource. Now let's talk about satisfactory academic progress. To maintain good academic standing, a student must maintain an overall or cumulative GPA of 2.0 or a C. Students who fall below a 2.0 would be placed on academic warning, followed by academic suspension, and then finally academic probation. Now to maintain financial aid eligibility, students must do all of the following. They must maintain that overall GPA of 2.0. They must also complete 67% of the credit hours that they attempted. So once we get past the drop period, we're locked into those classes. And I have to complete, which is a D or above, um, at least 67% of those credit hours. And this is where W's and WF's can negatively impact financial aid eligibility because withdrawals are attempts at a course that were not completed. So that can uh, bring that credit hour completion rate below 67% in some cases. So that's something to keep in mind. Remember, when you drop a course before the drop deadline, that does not appear on your transcript. Nobody knows you were even enrolled in it. You get either 100% of your tuition back or you at least get 75% back. And it won't impact GPA since it's not showing up on your transcript. But withdrawals are different. A W won't negatively impact your GPA, but it's still going to show as an attempt at a course that wasn't completed. And of course, a WF will factor into the GPA the same way as an F. So that's something to keep in mind. The Financial Aid Office does evaluate overall progress towards completing the degree. And so what this means is students cannot attempt more than 150% of the credit hours required for graduating with that degree. And so essentially what that means is I can take um, or repeat classes, but for a 60 credit degree, I only get financial aid for 
90 credits. Okay, so there is a point at which the financial aid office will not uh, fund any more attempts at a class or any funding at all above the 90 credits. So you're going to find in this week's folder a, a link to Wake Tech's Satisfactory Academic Progress Calculator, and I encourage you to check it out. As far as financial aid, if you find yourself in a situation where you might need to withdraw from a class for whatever reason, and you want to know whether or not it's going to negatively impact your financial aid, if that applies to you, I always encourage students to reach out to the financial aid office because they will be able to answer that question. Next, module 3.1, you're going to see that it's going to talk about the many different degree options that are available to students at North Carolina Community Colleges, and it also briefly discusses the options available to you at university. So let's talk about community college degree options. So students in the college university transfer program pursue either the associate in arts or the associate in science degrees. Now, whether a student selects as associate in arts or associate in science depends on the intended major and the math required for that major. The associate in art degree is often earned by students who want to study education, social work, or social sciences, for example while the associate in science degree is earned by students who wish to major in a science-related discipline, such as engineering, pre-med, or pre-pharmacy. Here are some other options. Of course, the associate in engineering degree is for students who plan on majoring in engineering after transfer. Here's my caveat, though. If you are interested in transferring to NC State to get your bachelor's in engineering, I recommend that while you are at Wake Tech that you dual major in the Associate in Engineering and the Associate in Science degree. And within those two degrees, I recommend that you take Introduction to Ethics and then Public Speaking. And here's the reason that it's going to be helpful to take both of those degrees. If the student has financial aid and needs to start with Math 171 or Math 172, the Associate in Science degree covers them for that, while the Associate in Engineering covers them for the upper level math, so that's 271 and above. The second reason is that if the student is transferring to NC State, the Associate in Science degree covers all of the Gen Ed, and the Associate in Engineering covers all of the calculus, physics, and specific engineering classes that they require, so the dual degree is wonderful. If the student just has the Associate in Science, then not all of the classes are covered for engineering, and they basically are taking freshman classes after transfer, and if the student just has the associate in engineering, then NC State says that not all of the gen ed requirements are covered. And it's really only NC State that has this trouble, not any other university in the UNC system. So just keep that in mind. Uh, the associate in fine arts degree is for students who plan to major in art or music and earn a bachelor of fine arts. And this covers uh, graphic design too, so any in theater, that kind of thing. So all of these degrees, Associate in Arts, Science, Engineering, and Fine Arts, require 60 to 61 credits to earn the credential. But let's talk a little bit about other um, degrees or credentials available to you. 
We offer the Associate in Applied Science degree. These re degrees require 64 to 76 credit hours to complete. And these degrees focus primarily on courses that prepare a student directly for the workforce. And a popular example for sure is the Associate in Applied Science in Nursing. These degrees do include some general education courses, not a lot. It's usually only about 15 hours, um, but mostly applied courses. I have seen students switch to this degree program after discovering through the career profile assignment that they don't need a bachelor's degree to do what they love. One thing to note though, if a student decides to transfer to a university, I do recommend talking to an advisor to see if and how their associate in applied science degree will transfer. Because again, there is not a lot of gen ed built into the associate in applied science. Next, we have diplomas and these take anywhere from 36 to 48 credit hours to complete and they also prepare students for a specific career. An example would be surgical technology. And finally, we have certificates. These are shorter credentials that are basically for some sort of professional certification and they take 12 to 18 credit hours to earn. So let's talk about your credentials beyond the community college. And so you have several open to you. And through your research on the career profile assignment, you should know uh, what you're going to need to do to get where you want to be. So let's talk. So first we have bachelor's degrees. So Bachelor of Arts, Science, Fine Arts, Engineering. They usually require at least 120 credit hours to earn. Some call these a four-year degree. Sometimes they're called a baccalaureate degree. So starting here at Wake Tech, you're going to earn half of that degree as long as you're taking the right classes. And we're going to talk about that here in a couple of weeks. It'll transfer over and then you'll just have to do the second half of your bachelor's degree after transfer. Next, we have a master's degree. So some of you, depending on what you want to do, will need to get a master's degree. So Master of Arts, Science, Fine Art, Business, and they are awarded after one or two years of full-time study after the bachelor's degree. So we're talking typically about 30 credits or so. Um, Sometimes with a master's degree, you might find that you're required to complete a thesis, and this is just an original paper or research study, so that's something to keep in mind. Next, we have doctoral degrees, and that's the highest level of advanced study, and this means you come out being an expert in your particular field. This is a total of 90 credits to earn beyond your bachelor's degree. Typically, they're going to require a rigorous oral and written exam as well as a dissertation of original research. Um, so that's two to four years beyond the master's degree. Now, through your research on the career profile, you may find that you need your first professional degree before you can move on in your education. And that, what that means is that you need to have a bachelor's degree 
before you can get into your professional school for advanced training. So you may need a degree in criminal justice before you can get into law school, or you need a degree in biology before you can get into medical school. So that's what that means. Okay, so I have an idea of what career I want to pursue. How do I decide what my major should be? These may be questions that you have. If you haven't already done so, explore the what can I do with this major link on the Career and Employment Resources website. One way to navigate to this site is to type Explore Careers in the search box on Wake Tech's homepage, and you'll see Explore Careers return. I think it's the fifth item down in your search, and you'll see what can I do with this major will be the first link under planning tools. If you'd like to pause the podcast and navigate to the site, do so now. Okay, so your assignment this week is to finalize and submit your career profile. Keep in mind, you may need to do more research beyond the scope of this assignment. A great next step or performance goal would be to meet with a career counselor from Career and Employment Resources. If you haven't done so already, begin work on your Learning Strategies Portfolio Reading Component Assignment. That's due October the 4th. You will find a brief video with the instructions providing an overview of the assignment in this week's folder. Finally, in this week's folder, you will find supplemental materials in the form of videos, maybe review activities, and possibly extra credit opportunities. These are being provided to either reinforce course material or to provide additional opportunities to connect with others in the class. And I always say that any extra credit or supplemental materials, that's optional. I'm providing it as a resource and another way to connect with your peers. And so I leave it to you to decide what you take advantage of on your end. Okay, so as you are working on the material, please let me know if you have any questions. I'm always happy to help. And until next time, Sarah Jones signing off.